السلام عليكم ورحمة الله تعالى وبركاته الحمد لله رب العالمين حمدا كثيرا طيبا مباركا فيه سبحانك ربنا لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العليم الحكيم اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد معلم الخير We are approaching Ramadan or Ramadan approaching us and we never have honorable guest we should prepare ourselves to host this guest who comes every year with a lot of gifts and when the event is big the preparation must be equal to that event it is Ramadan and we don't know whether will be attending next Ramadan or not. As you know that Salaf al-Salih radhwanullahi ta'ala alayhim, they asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Oh Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, give us opportunity to attend Ramadan, to witness Ramadan, because they know how much significance of Ramadan and how much they can get from Ramadan. And when they reach Ramadan, they take all advantages of Ramadan. Just to remember one hadith. An Abi Uwama Ka'b ibn Ujrah, that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa one day he stepped on his member and he said, Ameen. The hadith is long, but I will take what we need for our talking now. He said, Ameen. And Sahaba wondering why he said, Ameen. And the answer from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was that Jibreel alayhi salam came to me and said, Cursed on who attends Ramadan and he lose forgiveness in that month. So you can imagine who made dua is Jibra'il alayhi salam, the best of malaika. And who said ameen is the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So what do you think of this dua? Is it acceptable? No doubt, the dua, 100%, without doubt, that acceptable. So it is, as it is great opportunity, when Ramadan finishes, there will be, there will be great loss. As opportunity is high, the loss is high. So how I prepare myself to get Ramadan? Because obviously I don't know whether I will attend next Ramadan or not. This is the basic thing. And Ramadan is opportunity. Now imagine that in our daily life that when opportunity of business, of job, of education, of whatever you comes to your mind, it is great. And what will happen when you lose it? You will feel so, you feel regret. You cannot take your mind out from this situation, always thinking of this. And this is exactly Ramadan. So good preparation for Ramadan means 
that you get benefit from Ramadan. As they said, if you don't plan, then you plan for failure. As simple as that. Failure to plan means plan for failure. So make preparation for Ramadan. The first thing you should remember Ramadan, and it is the precondition for every action, is you have this secret. It is secret. It is routine. But it is the master key. If you lose it, you lose everything. If you get it, you get everything. It is this intention, this niya. This niya. How I prepare myself to have this niya. Niya is like any emotion, like any action. It is action by heart. It is not something you can buy from the market and put it in your home, and this is my preparation for Ramadan. You have to sit with yourself and work this niya until this niya comes to you. It takes time. It needs preparation. This niya, when you have this niya, this will comes, then you will have your way to benefit from Ramadan. But sometimes we take it by default. We don't think of niya. And sometimes even when you attend Jum'ah, attend prayer, or do dua, just routinely, Ameen, Ameen, Assalamu Alaikum, and that's it. We think, take the box, and that's all what Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala requires from us. And this is misconception, and this is a repeated mistake. And that's why many deeds, good deeds, you spend time, you spend effort, you spend everything, but the situation is still there, no change. Why? Because the master key is not there. It is niya. It is niya. We, th we think it is easy. No, it is not easy, wallah. Imam Ahmad said, Amrun niyati shadid. The matter of niya is hard. Very hard. Because it is working with your heart. How to get yourself out from worldly affairs, from worldly thoughts, which enforce themselves upon you, they impose your thought, they impose the direction of your life daily and for long term. So have this niya. Ramadan is coming. I will get benefit from Ramadan. I will do so and so to have Ramadan. Ramadan will be in my credit. I am sincerely thinking of Ramadan. I am sincerely thinking and doing my best to use Ramadan. Nothing missing. As you do in your life, I am going to this shopping center, I am going to this opportunity, whatever. I focus and come with conscious and subconscious, I will take all what I can get from this Ramadan. Have this, when Ramadan comes, have this, have this intention. Don't take it as a routine. Don't take it, oh, Ramadan, then I stop eating, and that's, uh, we do apparent physical things, and we do not dig behind this. Ramadan 
It's time for worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Time for the purpose of life. Take it as it. وَمَا خَلَقْتُ الْجِنَّ وَالْإِنسَانِ إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُونَ So this is time for ibadah. This does not mean that you take off from work and holiday or no, it doesn't mean that. But the, it recalls the real meaning of ibadah. What does mean ibadah? That you direct your life, the whole life, whether worldly, whether hereafter, for the purpose of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even you remove some dirt from road, even you speak to someone, even you do your job, the daily one, do it with this intention, then we transform it to be ibadah. But sadly, that we transform our ibadah to be routine, to be daily routine. That's why it loses its spirit. It loses its affect in our heart. You will not find it. That's Rasulullah warning us, warning us, saying that a time comes when you enter a mosque, you will not find any khasha. You will not find khasha. is gone. So go back, have intention, have Ramadan as ibadah, not as yearly routine. Do it with this intention. You will taste it, Ramadan. You will taste, you will feel it. This is Ramadan. As we do sometimes, when we prepare, when we focus on our salah, oh, today I pray. The last prayer, I didn't pray. I move it. And that's why you see it in Quran Kareem, find it. You'll find what you say in salah. Aqeemu salah. He doesn't say pray. He doesn't say sallu. He always say aqeemu salah. What does mean aqeemu? Found. Construct, dig until you build this salah. This is salah. In another occasion, he said, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَإِذَا قُضِيَتِ الصَّلَاةِ فَإِذَا قَضَيْتُمُ الصَّلَاةِ When you finish, because of the exceptional condition, exceptional case. But the daily is aqeemu salah, dig salah. By the way, it does not mean that every day I do this, but you have to do it every day, every time, with this intention, then iqamat al-salah, extraction of salah, will happen. But if you do it, you come to the salah just moving from your home until you reach the mosque, going back, and you don't feel anything. Nothing changed in your heart. There is question mark, and you have find out what is missing here. The same Ramadan will come, the Ramadan will finish, Think of now, Ramadan is over, but how much I get? Do timetable. What I can benefit from Ramadan according to your daily work, daily job, daily study, do it. Find the gaps, fill it with communication of Quran, time of Ibadat al-Tafakkur, you must reflect on Quran. We miss this ibadah. Time is good for 
doing this ibadah. Time for tawbah. Time for tawbah. Ramadan is a great time for tawbah. Over the year, I have a lot of sins. And the gate of mercy are open now. So it is the right time to do tawbah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to believers, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu, tubu ila Allah. Wa tubu ila Allah. Tawbatan nasuha. It is time. Do it. Use this time. In Ramadan, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala helped us. He chained the devils. And the mercy is open. So it is time to do ibadah. Help yourself. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help you. But if you forget, you don't help yourself. Now, for, for just simple. We living in the time of addiction of TV, social media. Take the, the decision. I will reduce, I don't say shut down, just reduce the usage of this eater of Ramadan. This will destroy your Ramadan. If you don't control this devil, it will, it will finish Ramadan. Ramadan gone. It is just days. Then it will be just hours, minutes. Ramadan over. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide our hearts. Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhayil Kareem, Yuhibus Sitra wal Haya, Washadu Allah, Ilaha illallah, Wahdahula, Sharikala, Jaala al Haya, Ashurbatan, Minshurabil Iman. وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله صلوات ربي وسلامه عليه كان أشد حياءً من العذراء في خدرها اللهم صلِّ وسلِّم وبارِك على سيدنا محمدٍ عدد خلقك ورضا نفسك وزنة عرشك ومداد كلماتك وكلما ذكرك الذاكرون وكلما غفل عن ذكرك الغافلون اللهم لا تجعلنا من الغافلين الحياء صفة من صفات الله عز وجل فقد وصف النبي صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم ربه بقول بقوله إن الله حيي كريم يستحيي من عبده إذا رفع يديه إليه أن يردهما خائبتين أو كما قال صلى الله عليه وسلم الحياء صفة من صفات الملائكة وصفة من صفات المرسلين قال صلى الله عليه وآله وسلم أربع من سنن المرسلين الحياء والتعطر والسواك والنكاح الحياء صفة من صفات المؤمنين انظر إلى تكريمه لعثمان بن عفان رضي الله عنه 
قال عنه ألا أستحي من رجل تستحي منه الملائكة Our topic today is Haya. A translation can hardly capture the full sense of the word Haya. It is very difficult to translate it. The, mo the most that most nearest word is modesty. However, Haya in terminology of Islam means self-control, means self-conscious means respect, means humbleness, self-discipline, modesty, all together in one word, haya. Haya is the character Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves to have open the believers and it is character, you find it in every story of the prophets. Remember the story of Musa alayhi salam with the two girls. Remember the story of Yusuf alayhi salam. There are many citations of Quran telling, directing believers that haya is very essential. Above this is haya is the essential character of Islam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Al-Imanu bid'un wa sab'una shu'bah. Al-Iman, faith, is around 70 branches. And he mentioned by the name Al-Haya, one of them, one of these characters. It is part of Iman. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, As-Salah min al-Iman. So Haya is character of Muslim. It is the unique, distinctive character of Muslim is Haya. To enforce Haya, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forbid all sins because it is immoral. It is morality that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that it is the nature of angels. Haya is character which we have to promote, we have to stick with it. If a person, leaves haya, he leaves a branch of Iman. And this will affect the other branches. That's why you find a person lose haya, he lose the borders. He can do everything he wants. Haya is character that incentive you to do good things, to be generous, to be brave, to be good man, to be good woman, all of them under haya. So the haya is the master key of akhlaq al-Islam, of the ethics of Islam, you will find this haya. It is not by any meaning that it does not mean shyness. Shyness is kind of weakness in some terms, but haya is positive. It's self-control. It prevents a person from doing wrong because he has this character, haya. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Al-haya'u la ya'ti illa bi khayr. Al-haya'u la ya'ti illa bi khayr. Sometimes you have to prevent yourself from doing something or acting in some way because of haya and think this is 
burden, this obligation, I have to do it because I, I have haya, then I will lose. The other who does not have this haya, they are winner. No. On the long, long term, the haya will give goodness for you. الحمد لله رب العالمين حمداً كثيراً طيباً مباركاً فيه وصلي وسلم على خاتم الأنبياء والمرسلين الصادق الأمين اللهم صلي وسلم وبارك على سيدنا محمد في الأولين وفي الآخرين وفي الملأ الأعلى إلى يوم الدين الله سبحانه وتعالى قرن بين الإيمان والحياة فإذا رفع الإيمان رفع الحياء وإذا استقر الإيمان استقر الحياء قال صلى الله عليه وسلم إن مما أدرك الناس من كلام النبوة إذا لم تستحي فافعل ما شئت إذا لم يكن هناك وازع للإنسان من ارتكاب المعاصي من نفسه من حيائه فليفعل ما شاء الحديث للتحذير وليس للترغيب من فقد والعياذ بالله الحياء يتوقع منه كل شيء لأنه لا حياء له والعياذ بالله The Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم warned that if you do not have حياء you can't commit anything it is repugnant to live without this virtue it is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who creates you is more worthy to observe haya because it is more fitting that to fulfill Allah commands. In both ways, it will introduce you, push you to do good commands, to have good deeds and to prevent you from the wrong direction. Haya is strong reason to do good deeds. More deeply, it is not only body modesty. Sometimes we divert the meaning. We think it is just something with physical appearance. No, don't wrong yourself. All akhlaq, starting from taqwa, the Prophet said taqwa. He doesn't say taqwa in your clothes or your appearance or your talk. Taqwa means observation and he indicated to his chest it is a quality in the chest the same thing haya is a quality in the chest if you have it you have it if you don't have it you will not pretend to have it so it is real character that haya and must be promoted must be encouraged and must be created Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Make combination between belief and haya. When one, when billah goes away, the other follows. If iman billah goes away, haya will follow. And the revival of this virtue is essential to keep our community, to keep our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to keep his commands, to avoid his prohibitions, all these after, under the line of Haya. 
By the way, haya does not mean that a person does not say amr bil ma'ruf aw nahya al munkar. Does not mean that you prevent yourself from doing good things. No, haya is positive. Haya means you say the right thing, give advice, give nasiha, give whatever you Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala order you to do, but it is not haya mean that you just keep silent. Another thing, misconceptions that haya I will not ask. No, ask about real religion. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam encouraged to ask. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, inna Allah la yastahyi min al-haq. Allah will never be shy, shun, shun away from delivering what is truthful. So do haya, have haya, but this haya does not prevent you from commanding good, from prohibiting, preventing bad, evil, and to ask what is useful, what you need to ask. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give this quality. Allahumma rzuqna al-imana wa taqwa Allahumma ya dhal jalali wa l-ikram ya sami'a al-du'a. Tahir qulubana, aslih a'malana, zakki nufusana. Allahumma rzuqna taqwaak ya rabbal alameen. Allahumma ya dhal jalali wa l-ikram, la tada' lana dhanban illa ghafartah. ولا عيبا إلا سترته ولا مريضا إلا شفيته ولا حاجة هي لك رضا إلا قضيتها بلطف منك وستر ويسر وعافية كما عودتنا يا كريم الله سبحانه وتعالى give shifa for those who are ill we have brothers and sisters who are very critically ill so we do dua for them may Allah سبحانه وتعالى give them complete shifa اللهم يا ذا الجلال والإكرام يا سميع الدعاء يا قريب يا مجيب يا أرحم الراحمين اللهم انزل شفاءك التام والعاجل على خواتنا وعلى أخينا وعلى جميع مرضانا يا رب العالمين اللهم البسهم لباس العافية يا رب العالمين وعافهم وشافهم يا رب العالمين اللهم يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اقسم لنا من خشيتك ما تحول به بيننا وبين معاصيك اللهم يصرك العفو والعافية والمعافاة الدائمة في الدين والدنيا والآخرة اللهم أحسن عاقبتنا في الأمور كلها واجرنا من خزي الدنيا وعذاب الآخرة اللهم يا ذا الجلال والإكرام أطفئ نيران الحروب والفتن في الأمة الإسلامية واجعلها آمنة مطمئنة سخاء رخاء بفضل منك وكرم وجود يا رب العالمين قوموا لصلاتكم يرحمكم ربكم